Well, hello and welcome once again to Ancient Ways for Modern Days. My name is Mike Freeman, and today we are wrapping up the book of 1 Timothy. We're going to look at a short section toward the end of it, and uh, in, in it we are going to we're going to wrestle with this uh, famous and sometimes misquoted verse about the love of money, and we're also going to look at the an alternative to uh, being consumed with a love for money. And so let's jump in. We're going to look at 1 Timothy chapter 6, starting in verse actually in verse 10. It says, For the love of money is a root of all kinds of evil. It is through this craving that some have wandered away from the faith and have pierced themselves with many pangs. Now, this is a, an often misquoted verse because sometimes people say money is the root of all evil. Well, that's actually not what the scripture is teaching here. It's teaching that a, a misplaced affection for money, a love of money, and that's the root of all kinds of evil. See, here's the deal. Money in and of itself is not moral. It's not good or bad. It is a tool that can be used for good and is a tool that can be used for bad. How we use our money determines whether it's being used morally or not, right? So the issue here is not money. The issue here is not whether you have money or whether you do not have money. The issue is the condition of your heart, your affection. Do you have a love of money is the question. Is money an idol to you? Is money what you strive after more than you strive after honoring God? Is money what you pursue? And this is what it says. It says, it is through this craving, this love of money, this love of wealth and materialism, it is through the love, this craving, that some have wandered away from the faith. See, here's, here's the reality. The tangible of this world can be very tempting. The material can really draw us. And if we're not careful, if we, if we allow a love of money to guide us, what ends up happening sometimes is it draws people away from the faith. They, they wander away from the faith. I think about Israel wandering in the wilderness. They, they were wandering because of their complaining, because of their, their lack of contentment, their lack of trust in the Lord, just on the edge of the promised land. See, when we have a lack of contentment, a lack of trust in the Lord, this is that kind of wandering. And in doing so, what happens is we pierce ourselves with many pangs. We, we have so much more hardship than we need to have because we're we're hyper-focused on money. We love money instead of the Lord. Now, contentment is a clear um, you know, alternative to this, but I want to actually look at the next portion, the next couple verses, verses 11 and 12. Paul writes to Timothy and he says, But as for you, O man of God, I mean, what a, what a title, what a thing to be called. As for you, woman of God, man of God, as for you, child of God, <laughs> flee these things. Flee specifically this, this craving, this love of money, the love of the world and the things of the world. Love the pursuing the wrong things. It says, flee these things. Instead, pursue. Pursue righteousness. Pursue your right standing with God through the finished work of Jesus Christ. Pursue godliness. Pursue living a moral life as God defines it. Being like God in your life your morals, the way you treat others, whether you lie or not, whether you're driven by anger or not, whether you're greedy or not. It says godliness, faith, 
This is a trust in the Lord. Love. Love toward God, love toward others. Steadfastness. This is a willing to endure or persevere even when it's hard. And then gentleness. You know, sometimes when we're pursuing something besides the Lord, we can be really harsh toward others. But this is pursue gentleness. As a man of God, Paul tells Timothy, gentleness. Here's what verse 12 says. Fight the good fight of the faith. Take hold of the eternal life to which you were called and about which you made the good confession in the presence of many witnesses. Paul here, he reminds Timothy of the moment when Timothy made the confession of faith. Maybe even this is his baptism as he's publicly confessing his faith in the presence of many witnesses. He's declaring his trust and his reliance on Jesus, the crucified and risen Savior. It says, fight the good fight. Take hold of eternal life to which you were called and about which you made the good confession. See, instead of Instead of wandering because we have a, a, a craving for wealth, because we have a love of money, instead of wandering because our affections are placed in the wrong position, here, what we do is we pursue. We pursue the right things. We pursue a God-word life, a life that is, that is reflecting the glory of God, that's living in the grace of God, that is full of gratitude for God, for who he is, for what he has done through Christ. This is how we fight the good fight of the faith, how we take hold of eternal life. We aim our life not at this world, not at the worldly wealth, not at a love of money, but we aim our life at the Lord. At, at being rich in faith, about trusting him. See, the, the, the very, I guess, bottom foundation of this is money doesn't last. Part of the reason why people pierce themselves with many pangs is because they pursue what is fading and what does not last. Instead of pursuing what is worth uh, what will last for all eternity, what is, what is worth everything because it lasts forever. So our ancient way for our modern day listener is to consider, are you, are you de- developing a heart that has an affection that is first and foremost for money or for the, the world, for the things of this world? Or are you developing, are you fostering an affection for the Lord? Well, you know, you can tell this by the way you think. The way you spend your time. Is it good to earn money? Yes, right? We all should work. But are you generous with it? Are you you always looking for how you can get more? Or are you looking for ways that you can share with those, especially those in need? And are you giving yourself to the things that, that help you pursue righteousness and godliness and faith and love and steadfastness and gentleness? Do you see those characteristics in your life? If so, if so, then you, you probably don't have a heart captured right now by the love of money. And if not, guess what? We have the grace of Jesus offered to us freely as we turn toward him and we remember that he is so much better than anything this world offers. And this really is. This is our ancient way for our modern day.